What's happening, guys? Welcome back to Hustle Smart. We hope everyone's well. What's going on, people? Yeah, man. Right now, it's a it's a bit crazy out in the world. Mm. Seeing seeing so much going on right now is a it's a bit it's a bit mad. It's, it's actually quite a lot to to digest. How how you been keeping, bro? Um, bro. <laughs> I'm just lost for words it's what's happening and what I'm seeing on the news. Do you know what I mean? Like, a mixture of emotions, to be honest. Like, angry, upset, confused. Do you know what I mean? Like, I still... I just can't fathom, you know, what, how people can still be racist. Like, especially in, like, such a cosmopolitan society. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a bit crazy because there's been like years of like suppression and like we've kind of normalized living in a racist society to a sense yeah. and now yeah. that like no one's standing for it no more which is which is what i love like now that everyone's kind of I, obviously the death of george floyd may so rest in peace kind of amplified and accelerated was like a catalyst to this protest to like everyone kind of standing up saying like no justice no peace like, mm. i'm not going to stand for it no more and and i feel like that's some to a sense like some some white people over here don't understand that that's why we're here protesting as well do you know what i mean like mm. a lot of people seen as like it happened in the other side of the world so why they protest over here but like they they're so used to and being so kind of naive to the fact that there is a huge amount of racism over here in the UK as well. I just think, like, it's obviously partly due to their ignorance as well, right? Yeah, like, sure. you know, they've perhaps got, they've gone through life not being stereotyped, yeah. having had prejudice against them. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, so I get why, why, people, why white people can be confused but they just need to take a step back, look at what's happened, look at what's been happening over the past, like, four, 400 years. Yeah. And just really put things into perspective and just use this time to actually educate themselves That's and true. speak to, you know, their black counterpart or their counterpart who is not, not of colour because though black people race, face a lot of prejudice, you know, people, other people of colour still um, face some prejudice as well. So if they don't, if they can't, if they don't have access to a black person, yeah. They speak to someone else who is of colour, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, obviously, um, like, obviously, with the whole um, Blackout Tuesday thing happening and kind of the, the protests and stuff, like, obviously, companies have been issuing out statements. So, for example, I know, like, like Activision on Call of Duty, they released, like, a statement basically saying like we don't con- we don't condone like what's happening in America like we we stand for like Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. Obviously, companies are making statements, and obviously, even my company made a statement. Um, and obviously, that did they make of, a statement internally as well? Yeah, it was internal. Like, yeah, like internal email communication, and it just obviously just saying what they stand for. And obviously, like you know, I thought like you know me already, fam. I'm confident and I'll do whatever I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, my master email, to that email, I emailed two directors and the, and the CEO 
know, it's like, yeah, cool. Like, this is you lot's stance, but I was like, what, what are you lot, like, doing tangibly? Yeah. Um, like, to obviously show that, you know, that we, we don't condone any racial, um, racism or, or prejudice. Yeah. Um, obviously, in, in, it's, I think it's fair to say that no, that no company has the right answer. Yeah, it's, sure. not, it's not a one-size-fits-all, but I think it's just about educating people. So yeah. obviously, one of the directors called me and was like, what do you think that we should do? I was like, look, you know, you can do X, Y, Z to support America, right? Yeah. But I was like, this stuff happens here. Yeah. And I just, I just put him into, I just put into perspective. So I said, for example, right, you have a young, like, a, a young black boy who has aspirations but then there comes a point in his life where he has to make a choice. He can go left and go down the, the illegal route or he can go right and go down the legal route, right? So I said, like, imagine he chooses to go down the legal route to work, let's say, for example, to work, into, work in financial services. He does these preconceived ideas that, okay, he's not going to get the same opportunities as his white counterpart. Um, he's gonna be, there's gonna he's gonna be subject to unconscious biases, yeah. right? And he's gonna be stereotyped in the workplace. He's gonna have to change his behavior in the workplace. Those are the pre, those are like some of the um, preconceived ideas that that young um, young black people have of the financial sector. So I said, what we need to do as an organization is work to debunk those myths. You lot, I would say they're myths though. They're not, they're not myths, but not everyone, sorry, not, not myths, sorry, debunk those ideologies. Mm. Can you rephrase that, debunk those ideologies? Because obviously, that fam, if you have an organisation of a thousand people, there's bound to be like five people that are racist. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just, is what it is. Um, but I was like, if we can actually work on those organisations to debunk those ideologies and actually show that we don't actually stand for racism, that's what, that's making the impact. Yeah, and I was essentially like, I was acting like these people are, you know, are, are the are, are the future. You know what I'm saying? So it, it needs to happen. Um, so it just it just kind of got me thinking in terms of like, what can we just do, just as individuals, as organizations, yeah. as businesses, to obviously just make tangible steps to you know, completely er- er- eradicate um, racism, and obviously. As I said, it's not a one-size-fits-all, do you know what I mean? But I just think, obviously, ripples create waves, isn't it? So if everyone does their part, then... Yeah, exactly that. And it's it's interesting to say as well, because I've seen so many brands kind of say, we're standing by the right side, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're standing showing solidarity. But, like, the whole pull-up or shuttle challenge is what I really love. I love the fact that we're holding brands accountable, we're asking them to show us how you are internally and i feel like this is what really sparks change so for me exact for example i work for a global company we represent so many our customers are our community as well do you know what i mean like so, so we serve this community so we are kind of already ahead and making the world a bit more diverse and stuff like that but in in work conversations that we had over this week like seeing how like distressed these guys are to hear about our experiences was mm. kind of like 
this is this is something that is also coming out of it, seeing how like we're making people understand and be more empathetic to kind of like the black experience, whether it's black or African American experience or black British experience, there is a black experience that comes with the race racism or with the prejudice or with the like unconscious bias and stuff like that. So it it's been quite nice having these conversations with the higher up saying how they can be more, um, how they can really make more change and how they can really make the world more equal, especially in the workforce as well. And I was, I was speaking to my sister as well. Like I'm super, we're super fortunate to be in companies that already know to make these kind of statements and to send these emails. But like in my sister's company, and I, I can't even say the name, but if I was to say the name, you'd be shocked. Someone said Black Lives Matter palaver like do you know how insensitive that is like to just add i'll get me mad do you, do you know what I mean? so and because my sister's just like you she's very confident as well mm-hmm. someone might not say nothing about it but i feel like everything that's going on now is also our time for us to hold people accountable to show mm-hmm. people like you can't say that don't say palaver like this is just a thing or some a fad or do you know what i mean like you actually have like so she sent a long email saying Listen, I felt highly disrespected. You guys haven't said anything internally. You guys are not taking this issue seriously. For you to have black employees and not to check in on them is kind of like dis- discouraging, disrespectful in a sense as well. And like, like, like you said, when you're speaking to these directors, they have to take these things on board as well because too many years of being suppressed and not really saying anything about it. And I feel like this is one of the biggest changes as well. Like if you are to see something in our workplace that is not right and is not doing us justice we kind of got to speak about it as well like there is so many layers to this there's pro- police brutality there's the stop and searches there's everything but like you said making individual changes in our own environments as well is super super important you know what i'm saying no i agree yeah man. I, agree. I think like a lot of these companies right they're all led by you know upper working middle class like upper class white people, do you know what I'm saying? They haven't experienced, you know, some of the things that, that we've we've been through. So obviously they're they're panicking because they just don't they just don't know how to react. Mm-hmm. So what we need to do is have that have that open dialogue and, and speak, you know, to the black people in the organization and say, yo, like what's what's really up in it? Like what actually happens? How do you guys feel? Yeah. In organization, what can we do? But I think similarly, like we need to, we just need to have the balls to actually just be completely honest and transparent. Yeah. Jump in. I think, like, obviously, where people are like working in their companies, like, oh, like could, this could potentially um, make me look bad. It could potentially like um, impact my job. I could get fired. I'm saying, but it's just not like. I just encourage everyone to just not be apprehensive, not be scared because like this is this is actually our reality. This is how we live. Yeah. Don't be afraid to vocalize that. For sure. You know I mean? This is that's this is something that I've personally observed. Do you know what I mean? It could be yeah. different. But, but right yeah, right. and yeah, so with, with everything that's kind of going on right now, the whole momentum and everyone kind of taking being pro black more serious now, there's mm. kind of like and this is this is what I wanted to say. Um, like we've been we've been saying it, and this is like the whole reason why we started the podcast. But like 
in some individuals get to a certain point, you know, or get to a certain place in life where they've kind of done what they like, what everyone aspires to do. Like, yeah. not even make it out of the ends no more, but you're you're at a level of success now that everyone kind of aspires to be. And yeah. some people hold on to that information. They don't really want to share the blueprint. They don't really want to bring other people up as well. And yeah. I feel like a lot, we need to really break that kind of mindset and people really need to understand that. Even when we're saying pro-black, it's also giving back information, helping your community. Like us, for example, having a podcast where we have amazing people who have achieved great amounts of success coming to share their stories. Like mm. other people, they can start podcasts, they can write blogs, they can mentor people as well. And I feel like that's a form of being for your people. Do you know what I mean? It's not just Instagram posts. It's actually how you are as an individual, whether you bring people up or you, do you know, do you know what I'm saying? So I feel mm. like that's something that a lot of people really have to adopt as well. I think... I think the reason why people don't do that, yeah, is because they're emotional about the information that they've gained. So in a sense where if you have person A, right, mm-hmm. they've worked so hard, they've they've learned things off of trial and error, no one's told them, you know, what the blueprint is and they make it. Yeah. They could potentially be envious of the person who's you want to have that next come up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, okay, it wasn't it wasn't as smooth for me, so why should it be smooth for you? It's like kind of earning your stripes. Yeah. And again, we need to just eradicate that, that ideology and just... Yeah. It also grow. comes from that, like I say all the time, having an abundance mindset, knowing that there's more than enough for everyone, do you know what I mean? Like everyone can win. Like, so yeah. success doesn't take nothing from yours as well because a yeah. lot of people really hold on to this kind of ideology that we're saying where people, they just kind of don't want to share the information. They think someone else has to hustle as hard as they did. Do you know what I mean? But it's also like, why do you care that much? Like, why are you... At the end of the day, when you die, you're leaving that information with you. Do you know what I mean? So it's important for you to, to put it out to help someone else. Do you know what I mean? Because you see people like you and you see the position they're in and if you know you can help them get to a better position, like, yeah. what's stopping you? What's holding you back? You know what I mean? The thing is, I don't know why, why people feel like that. Because if you, if, if you kind of even take, like, just generations, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say, for example, my parents' parents, right? They struggled. But obviously, they worked hard to ensure that their children um, has a smoother ride. Right? Yeah, for sure. My parents, they struggled. But they've worked so hard to make sure I have a smooth, smoother ride, and obviously so on and so forth. So it's just like cool. If you can, we should just basically apply that same rhetoric to yeah. our community. But yeah. what I'm saying is, like, obviously, just just to backtrack a bit, yeah. Um, being pro-black, I know a lot of people think this, right? A lot of people who aren't black, being being pro-black doesn't make doesn't um, mean that yeah. everyone else you're, you're anti like anti-white or anti-everyone else you know what I'm saying yeah. being pro-black basically means that okay everyone's everyone's in, 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 inclusive right mm-hmm. and you show love to everyone but you support your own and people and you, you, you pay special attention to supporting your own 
people who look like you, people who walk like you, people who talk like you, do you know what I'm saying? Because we've been oppressed for so long. Yeah. I just want to just make that very, very clear because a lot of people think being pro-black means, it means you're anti-white, you're, you're anti-this, you're anti-that, do you know what I'm saying? But yeah, let me go back to my point because I'm off on the tangent. We need to apply that same, that same rhetoric. And I was having this discussion with my boys, right? If you look at um, Asians, if you look at the Jews, fam, they stick, they stick together, fam. Money circulates in with, uh, um, within their community. We need to be adopting those principles. That's the only, that's one of the only ways, one, or sorry, one of the ways in which we'll, you know, be uplifted, be empowered, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's my personal take on it, you know what I mean? No, I get you, I get you. And I, I've, I've, seen, I've seen a lot of talks about rebuilding the Black Wall Street. So for those who don't know, yeah. in Tulsa, Massachusetts, I think, 1928 or so, there, there was like a, a kind of neighbourhood where there was, um, I can't remember, oh, I should, let me get off the fact. So there was about 60, 60 restaurants. Let me get this. I want to educate. I think I like. Did you see? Do you know what I'm talking about? The the Black Hole Street thing. Yeah, yeah I'm not talking about it. Yeah, I see a picture of it, kind of educating us what what it was like. Let me let me search it. Yeah, because I want to really educate them about this. Also, Oklahoma. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So so for those who don't know, Black Hole Street was um was a neighborhood where they had 600 businesses, 21 churches, 21 restaurants, 30 grocery stores, six private airplanes, a hospital, a bank, post office, law office, and a bus system. And this was all built in, in 13 years. So obviously there was like some sorts of, there was a huge racial kind of situation that happened where it led to kind of it being Blown, blown down. There's, there's a huge backstory towards. I think um, someone got accused of um, stepping on a white woman's um, foot, and it just kind of spiraled into something much bigger, which led to the destruction of Black Hall Street. And a lot of people are, are talking about let's rebuild it, let's rebuild it. And mm-hmm. this is, this has been an ongoing topic as well, just to let people know. A lot of people have been part of the whole pro-black movement, the whole bettering our, our community and society as well but yeah when it comes to um building the black wall street again i also feel that it's important for us to as as a brand it's all good for you to have like a black a black owned business and black owned business does not mean just for black people for example we're a black owned podcast but we're not just for the black community was for a whole tribe that is trying to better themselves people who have similar mindsets regardless of color race um and kind of um, sexual orientation, all this kind of stuff. We don't really, information is not discriminatory. But when it comes to kind of Black Wall Street and making sure we're investing in these Black-owned businesses, I feel like Black-owned businesses as well need to be given back to the community, whether it's in forms of employing people who are Black or whether it's giving back information to people who are like you. Like we said earlier on, when you make it out, you kind of give back that information or whether it's in, in terms of, initiatives you have to to give back to your community as well so i do feel like because this is what we mean when we say money circulates in a community 
when you give money to that community or to that business owner, you have to make sure it flows as well to the next person in that community rather than you're giving money to a black owned business and they're going to their suppliers that are like, do you know what I mean? So making sure in some form of way, those companies, those brands are also pushing the same narrative and initiatives as you are as well. well quick question, right? You said, obviously, and this is me playing devil's advocate here. You said um, employing people that are black, right? But what, I'm not sure a question. Let's say you got a black guy, white guy, you know, they're going for a job, yeah? But obviously the white guy is much more, he's the best fit and um, um, more, more qualified. Um, should I employ the black guy because he's black and obviously bolster, you know, the ideas of, of, of Black Wall Street and obviously bolster um, like black empowerment and solidarity? Or should I employ the white man so you can get done? I, I, get, I get what you mean. And to be, to be fair, bro, like really and truly you can find anyone who can do a good job. So fair mm. enough, there's positive discrimination. And this is all subjective. Like in this podcast, we never tell anyone what to do but that was just an example i gave into how you can really build black wall street for example mm-hmm. i said initiatives um that mentoring um mentoring young black kids who have aspirations like you or who want to achieve the same level of success you did or even kind of having that kind of initiative where you're giving back to your black owned charity or something mm-hmm. like that so mm-hmm. like in, in all honesty everything now is the, the world should be out of merit, do you know what I mean? Like, if someone's good for a job, you employ them. So I'm not even saying employ someone due to their races, but mm-hmm. also giving more opportunity to people like you because people like you need that, those opportunities because they might yeah. not be getting it from other organisations or bigger organisations. So, yeah, yeah. Um, that's kind of my answer. I can't really say yes or no or I'll choose the white guy or I'll choose the black guy because it's all down mm-hmm. to subjective. And like I said, Life should be out of merit, but sadly, there's things like meritocracy or there's yeah. nepotism. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? So that's kind yeah. of how the world is. But in terms of building Black Wall Street, I just mean giving opportunities to people like you, building with people like you as well, and really adopting that abundance mindset. That the more we can do together, is the more we can achieve, and it doesn't take anything out of my pocket, but it puts mm-hmm. more in my pocket and the pocket of my peoples as well. Do you know what I mean? So. On that, on that point, right? So you think, so you're saying the solution for, how can I word this? Because basically what I'm trying to say is, right, obviously it's basically a solution for just to eradicate kind of just institutional racism and obviously just racism amongst individuals. But then I have to word it off the back of the Black Wall Street point. Yeah, I get you. So really and truly, we don't really need to um we don't really need to put off the back. So now that we've kind of built this momentum of the whole like Black Lives Matter, we're not standing for this no more. We're really trying to like bro, a revolu a revolution is going on like right before us. Do you know what I mean? Like I just saw in Bristol they pulled down the statue of a um racist um a slave owner, a slave trader that is well known mm. over in Bristol. So there is a revolution going on right in front of us. And now that we have this momentum, how do we really keep it going? Because this is not just a moment. This is really a movement, you know what I'm saying? So it, it all starts with yourself firstly, man. You People need to be a vessel for change wherever they are. Whatever company you are, 
like you as an individual, how do you try to really push the betterment of your community? For example, you know how I said as soon as I kind of got to the company I am, I started pitching for them to do a Black History Month. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's really trying to bring your people in. If you, like, for example, so I work in, in entertainment. They need people who they can kind of see to or people who can run campaigns. I'm making sure I'm bringing in my people as well because if I don't, someone else might not. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm more in touch with the culture on my side and those who are doing great stuff but might not be acknowledged yet by the bigger higher-ups. So it's important for me to put those names forward, you know what I'm saying? If they're asking for someone who, who needs to do a workshop, I'm making sure I'm bringing in people who look like me as well. Put At least put their name on the table so they're considered, do you know what I mean? So it yeah. starts with being, with being a vessel of change, wanting better for your community as well. And then next, next thing is, I think is, is education as well, man. It's important to educate yourself and to really, to read things up, to question things, to really question your beliefs as well. I feel like nowadays there's a lot of groupthink and people are just kind of following whatever they see on the timeline or whatever they, they see on the Instagram feed. But it's important to educate yourself, like people listening to podcasts, reading literature, reading history, understanding what was going on, what Markham stood for, what martin stood for and how you can really be a vessel of change how you can really help that movement as well and also educating people who you might not understand so in, in my workplace we like i said we've had a lot of uncomfortable conversations but so much good has come out of it by me sharing my experiences by my colleagues sharing their experiences my mm. white my white counterparts are able to understand what it's like for like a black person so i feel like like now as well is the time for us to be more transparent, to, to actually educate them, to show them what the Black British experience is. So they're more understanding of it, more empathetic, and also trying to be a vessel of change as well in their way as well. Kind of like people saying using their white privilege or whatever we want to we want to say it. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And lastly, um, sorry, lastly, just to really make sure that we keep it going. Like you know, we say we say habits. It's, it's important to build habits and it's important to build habits so we don't really just do this as a one-off like when we say building habits is committing to the cause whether it's you like i know I, I don't know if you saw but a friend of ours was um saying he's gonna buy one product from a black owned business every month mm. having a habit like that whether it's clothing whether it's anything you can really find all these things online or whether mm. it's mentoring young people that are like you or whether it's um there's there's this there's this there's this um it's called a money pot they're called Cranda. um we will attach the link they have funds for um the the community whether it's you funding someone with their mental health care or in terms of the byp they were doing a movement for the nhs workers so there's different things around and how you can really form a habit from this is really committing to it so whether it's a monthly donation whether it's mo monthly mentoring these are ways you can really keep the momentum going because this is not a moment, like I said, this is a movement and it started way before us, but hopefully we're the generation to really make things much better for those to follow. Do you know what I mean? No, I agree. I agree. And um, you touched on it is, is educating. So like one thing I try and do in my organisation is, is just educate people that listen though everyone might not look like you like doesn't make them doesn't necessarily make them different 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't you shouldn't look at them and 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 and, and see the type of way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So kind of what what I try and do is basically just change that narrative. Mm-hmm. So so obviously um I'm part of the 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 BAME committee in my organization, right? And something that I do is basically organize um like half days or full days of you going to schools um yeah. in like underprivileged areas and obviously just show them kind of what we do and just say, look, like you control what you want to do, do you know what I'm saying? And it's a it's a mixture of mixture of people, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And obviously a lot of a lot of um a lot of the students that I talk to are kind of on the borderline of you know making that choice. Yeah. And and again, they have these they have these ideas just like, oh like I ain't gonna make it there. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just like yeah. cool. And I'll obviously just try and change it out and say, listen, like the fact that you're different from each and every square that applies for these organizations, yeah. Yeah. Is like is a USP in itself. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And I was like, what? And I'll just try and drive the message that listen, like if you can um because you're so different, you're you approach me with a complete different angle. Yeah. That no one's looking for the same boring routine okay. um solution or sort of person. You know I'm saying you've got to stand out enough. And that's like the fact that you, you fit into this particular category. Yeah. Is excellent. Do you know what I'm saying? So I, think- no, I definitely definitely agree with that, man. Yeah, I thought I, I was saying that as well earlier. So obviously, working for such a huge global brand, like they they kind of they don't want the same kind of people. And this is this is what happened because I feel like it's so important for us to touch on this. You get a huge amount of imposter syndrome, kind mm-hmm. of being a young black professional or young black creative, kind of feeling as if like, do I have a right to say this or what value do I bring and stuff like that like it's actually a, a lot to handle but mm. as I kind of got like as the months went on as I was kind of working I kind of understood that and, and my manager is so honest and transparent with me and she was like listen like I, I need to come up my show more because the reason why they chose me was because of my personality like I, I should say things how I say things I shouldn't try and use like their language do you know what I mean because they have their, their tone of voice and the way they say things she's like Say things yeah. how you want to say it, like bring your people in, like speak to like speak to to us about what's going on in your in your world, because that's what mm-hmm. we want to hear. And you're close to our consumers, do you know what I mean? We need to kind of get that insights on what's going on in your world, what's important to your to you and to your people as well. So mm-hmm. like it kind of made me more comfortable and kind of I don't know how to explain it, but really understanding now that my kind of power my like you said my usp my value is who i am being young black if they want to say urban i know they're counting the word now but really being part of the culture really being aware all my life experiences that i've kind of gone through has built me up to to who i am today which is now what i'm able to bring to the table like even simple stuff like being able to talk to a different a diverse range of people being able to be empathetic to understand other people's kind of experiences and diff- like it's not just about my my world because everyone's got their own world and their own perception of reality mm-hmm. and being able to accommodate that as well makes me a much better kind of like I don't know kind of colleague or whether uh, employee or whatever there's so much we can bring mm-hmm. to the table just from our life experiences as well so like right. yeah man when, when when speaking to these kids is important to or even speaking to people our age is important to 
really encourage them to let them know that, listen, on paper, you're good. And off paper as well, you have a lot to, to bring to this table. It's just knowing how to package it because mm-hmm. that's where a lot of people fall short. Like, how do I show a brand that, do you, yeah. do you know what I mean? This is what I'm able to bring to this table because of my life experiences. Do you know what I mean? I said it once and I'll say it again. Like, if you're young, black, and you're good at your job, you've got a personality and you can adapt to your environment. So not just only adapt to your environment, but bring an element of your own character to that environment. Sure. You're even more marketable. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you're even, you're even it's, more it's marketable. Just knowing, knowing how to pack, package it, that's where, like I yeah. said, a lot of people fall short because... Like you said, now is really our time with everything that's going on as well. Like it's it's really our time to really push what we are, what we're doing, like why yeah. they should, why they need us because we're able to bring so much to the table. Even just our drive alone from mm. having to work ten times as hard as anyone else. Like mm. there's so much value we bring to the table. So it's mm. super important we get rid of that imposter syndrome and kind of being holding ourselves back because we kind of feel as if we need to fit in or they won't like us if we're kind of outspoken. And of course, everyone's situation is different. I don't mm. work in a big team. I work in, in a team of about, say, 20, 25 people. And if you're in more of a corporate environment, it might be a bit different. When you say 20, 25 people, is that like, for example, let's say if you was in the office, would that be the amount of people on your floor? Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. So, basically, we're, we're a global brand. So, we have a lot of Zoom calls already, like, with like our Western Europe team, our US team and stuff like that. But my floor is kind of divided into sales and marketing. So I'm in marketing and marketing mm-hmm. is about 13 of us. So it's quite mm-hmm. small, um, quite, it's quite diverse as well, to be fair. Then we have the sales side as well, which is about 15 people. So yeah. we're all about 28, 30 people are on my floor as well. So I've actually never kind of worked for a big corporation where like there's different floors to the stuff. Mine is just one floor. But in yeah. different we have like Amsterdam branch, we have Paris, we have Italy, we have do you know what I mean? So it is kind of it is kind of big. There's a lot of people who I don't know as well. No, so and even just off the, the off the back of, of what you're saying, I definitely think like, you know, as as black people we need to make the conscious effort to make that change. So for example, even if you strip it back to a referendum or even a general election. Yeah. Like so many people that I spoke to, so many black people that I spoke to said, ah, oh, when I've asked when I asked them, are oh, you gonna vote? They're like, ah, oh, what's the point, man? So I mean, and it's just like each each vote actually each vote actually counts. It really does. It really does. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's just like we need to be I think we need to just reinforce the message and the ideology that like your voice matters yeah i also i also feel like so i'm i'm kind of not two sides of it because each vote definitely counts but i also feel like it's super important to have people who represent us in power as well so i don't know if you need to push for more black mps or need to support more black mps who are running not not getting the chance for example there, there was a young black young black girl who i actually know she went my she went to my, my sixth form. Um, she's actually ran for um, she actually ran for a local MP as well. Sadly, yeah, she didn't, yeah. sadly, sadly, she didn't get it. But maybe like next time when she runs, 
whole apostle smart behind her and everyone else as well. But mm. yeah, like so sadly when it comes to it, we don't really have as many people kind of maybe representing us. So we also need to push for more kind of governors of schools and more local people as well who are really pushing for change as well and yeah. use, really flexing our voting power as well. So when it comes to voting, we're really seeing what kind of policies these um, parties have. Do you know what I mean? Because there's, there's so many layers to it, man. If we talk about the US with the Democrats and the Republicans and the, mm. the, the conservative, conservatives and the, the Labour's as well, like who we naturally go for, but without really reading their policies and without really seeing what they stand that's, for us. That's, that's the thing. That's something that, not bothering, but it's just a bit like, fam, if you just done a bit of research, you'll actually be informed. Do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. even when, even when people were voting for even people vote, let's keep it real. People are even voting for Labour or Conservative in it. Lib Dems, yeah. Green Party, they're all out, of, all out of the running. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like when I said when I asked you, okay, why are you voting for Labour? I was just like, because my people are Labour in it. Like it's it's what it's basically it's, it was the idea that it's what we're used to in it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm the, by, by the way, I'm not, I'm not sharing my, my own political views. This is just what I've observed, right? Yeah. And I'm not asking, okay, why are you voting conservatives? Like, I don't know, I'm just voting, isn't it? And it's just like, fam, we actually need to take this time to <laughs> educate ourselves about, about politics. Mm-hmm. It's so important. It's so important. It, it impacts so many things. Do you know what I mean? Like, exactly. And, uh, and uh, even kind of as well, like, writing letters to your MPs and stuff like mm-hmm. my sister as well wrote a letter to to our local MP as well when we're talking about Black Lives Matter she's she's inquiring like what are you guys going to do and this is what people don't understand when it comes to lobbying lobbying against something when you really are trying to make a change and this is why I'm all for protest because we can see the change protesting has brought it's passed so many laws it's led to them being convicted as well and that's why I'm all for change and all for mm-hmm. us protesting for change as well especially in, in the UK as well. So it's so important, like, reaching out to your local MP saying, hey, like, like I'm not really, like, sure where we stand with the Black Lives Matters. Like, what, what kind of change are you going to bring to make sure my people are more included in the work you're doing? And mm-hmm. she, got, she got a reply from him, do you know what I mean? And imagine if everyone else is sending their, their concerns or expressing how they feel, it will show more of a demand, do you know what I'm saying? So really making sure we're, we're, we're not just vocal on the TL. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, don't just tweet about it. Really, really make change. Like, really send emails, sign petitions. Do you know what I mean? Go to protests if you can't. Like, if you can. Like, obviously, it's a bit sad that we have coronavirus and uh, a whole lockdown going on. But it's so important to be part of change and to be active as well. Not just tweeting about it or posting Instagram black tiles. Do you know what I'm saying? I agree. I agree. Just like, Put your money where your mouth is. If you're really about it, then fam, then then show us. Do you know what I'm saying? And commit to it as well. And like, like we said, like when you commit to something, when you're for, when you say like, okay, this is kind of what I'm committing to do. This is what I'm for. This is what I'm standing for. Everything mm-hmm. you kind of do is for the betterment of your community. So I do feel like once once everyone's kind of committed to this to this change and whatever it takes for us to kind of have a more equal and just society, that's when we're really going to see see results. And we've already seen some results going on right now. So I'm super proud of, of our generation and us also being part of that change as well. And I hope, hopefully, hopefully really leads to a more equal and just society because 
400 mm. years of this of this jazz of <laughs> do you know I'm what I mean? I'm tired, bro. So, oh, I'm tired. Like, if, he, if everyone thinks I was out smoking before, so I'm just wait, just wait, innit? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, just wait. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, bro, I'm sitting there evil, just like, I just had enough, man. Yeah, like, that's that's what I mean. Like, I had, funny enough, I had a one-to-one with my the, my marketing director, like, the yeah. next day, and just had an honest and open conversation, bro, like, really showing him, like, yeah, like, when you say diverse, it comes across as you mean male and female or sexual orientation, never really race. And when you say stuff like this, it really gets them thinking. And without even me saying it, like before any, before my company done any statements or anything like that, my mm. marketing director's like, it's kind of simple what we just need to do. We just need to hire more black people. Not even, I don't even want to say being like, we just need to hire more black people. Like there is a clear difference. And with everything that's going on, like when, I'm thinking about the new teams and what type of people are going for. We need more black people, and that's just as as real as it gets. And then I'm like, yeah, like this is what this Definitely is. It's more, it's more nuanced than that. You, you, it's not just hiring black people. Just yeah, for sure. It's hiring black people based off the back of what you even said on on merit because they can actually do a job. Like man, I don't, I don't want to be hired just because I'm black. No, for sure. For sure. Don't, don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't. No, no, definitely. It's, it's more, it's more giving them opportunities. For example, like how, like when I, when I say nepotism and when people are coming in through a referral from a friend, yeah. how, my friend is not in that company. So how is my friend going to get a referral? Like when you just kind of headhunt or just go through, like you're going through the same circles, especially in the creative circle. So it's opening yourself up to a wider pool of, of talent, do you know what I'm saying? The thing is making the make, making the conscious effort to hire for hire black young black talented individuals, not just black people. You have to you have to feel it. You have to add a floor. Of course, and I and I feel like that's that's definitely where it is. And understanding more, there's there's a lot of talent out there, but it's just opening your pool to mm-hmm. not just being so close to those who can have access to it. It's understanding there is a lack of access in. In mm-hmm. for, for young black talented people as well, do you know what I'm saying? So it's just really, up your pool to it. But similarly, on the flip side, we need to make the conscious effort to obviously share the knowledge of these experiences and and give each other the confidence to yeah step outside the step outside the comfort zone and you know actually apply and, and seek these opportunities. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like sure. like someone I I can give I can give someone. 10 opportunities doesn't mean they're gonna step forward for all of them. Do you know what I mean? You like we need we need to start building that confidence and and you know the rhetoric of that we we can do anything we want, man. Yeah. If I wanna fly, man's flying tomorrow. Do you know what I'm saying? If I wanna go and um I don't know, <laughs> you get you 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 get what I'm saying, isn't it? Like we've got more work to do we started the work already with our starting a podcast that's what we're kind of committed to but yeah man like this this has really like motivated me and really charged me up some more because it just shows like everything we were doing before like we just that's there's more power to now we're able to amplify it because there's more voices more people want to be part of this kind of journey to to really push in a better better society Mm. and better community for us as well man so 
I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for the protesting, and I really hope we get some real change out of this because it's mm. got to be better for for our kids, for our kids' kids, and those to follow as well. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, word, word, word. Yeah, word. man. So quickly, just to round it up, I want to shout out some amazing black businesses. Like no one can be offended if I don't <laughs> list out your name because there's actually too many. But I feel like we're gonna, and this is these are the kind of people who we, we are, we're bringing onto the podcast as well to share their stories, and hopefully we just keep on sharing them on our pages and platform as well. But yeah, shout out to Sumo Snacks. Um, they they were one of our first guests on the podcast. Um, I I recently just see that they got um added to Sainsbury's as well, so big up them for that. Shout mm-hmm. out to Patterns Clothing, got their cap on snow. Um, Daily Paper, Quando, like I like I said earlier on. Um, 2020 change as well. They they gave me my my big my biggest opportunity to date. Um, the Advantage Group that's a mentoring group where we um, mentor younger younger kids, really giving them more opportunities and more information as well. Grow Daily, Rap City, Flossy Eyewear, Gym Busy, um, Women's Wear, Dami How, Tobe Footwear, Goodman Factory, Ten Toes, My Career Kitchen, um, Upper Echelon. Gardem, Guap, Black Girls Fest. So so many names to list, but big up all these amazing black businesses. We hope you guys check them out, follow them, help them in their journey as well. And really, let's all come together to really make this world like a better place, more equal, more just for, for everyone. Mm, mm, mm. Word, word, word. No, that's lit, man. No, that's the thing. I just think we just need to just make the conscious effort to just support each other, uplift each other, share share knowledge, share ideas. Do you know what I'm saying? And um, if if you see a black business like even if you don't necessarily want to support them, even though we should, a repost is free. It doesn't cost you a penny. A repost doesn't cost anything. Doesn't doesn't cost or a retweet either. It doesn't cost anything. And the thing is, that could be the difference. A repost could potentially be the difference between um, a company or a business, or a lo- sorry, a small black owned business earning five hundred pounds um, to a thousand pounds. I think that repost could could get into that thousand pound threshold. We all, yeah, we all have a platform. We all have an audience. We all have followers who don't know what we're what we know. Do you know what I'm saying? So if you were to add them to your timeline, like. Does, it could bring so much great opportunities as well. So it's just really a lot of us, a lot of people just need to stop holding back. Do you know what I mean? Not really care too much. Like just a retweet, a repost. If you see yeah. something nice or if you see something that you feel someone else might benefit from, even if it's not yourself, just yeah. add the like, add a retweet. It doesn't really cost nothing. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, knowledge, knowledge sharing is so key. Like my mum has always told me, Money comes and goes, materials come and go, but knowledge is power. Once that stuff's in your head, it can't be extracted out. Knowledge is power. So let's start sharing knowledge and sharing tips. Yeah, man. That will go a long way. Like, as in, for example, there's stuff that, like, my mum's, my, mom, well, my great-grandma has told her daughter and obviously that's filtered, filtered through the generations down to me from obviously from my mom to me jumps in so you need to just keep sharing knowledge and just sharing tips man because it will go a long way and it can de- it will definitely bolster like us just building like a tighter black community which is 
which is going to be sustained for, for many, many generations, you know what I'm saying? 100%. And there's so many mediums out there. You can start a podcast like us. You yeah. could tweet it. You could blog it. You could just record yourself. You can just add it to your story on Snap or whatever. So, yeah, like, we need to really push that narrative that there's, there's so much abundance out there in the world and there's no reason for you to hold on to, to information, especially once you get to a place where others are aspiring to be. And even though you might not think you are that place, like us starting a podcast, us telling other people how to build a podcast and stuff like that, do you know what I mean? There is kind of a lot of value we can all bring individually as well. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, you know how we go, it's the same pattern all the time. Um, so what, what's your word of the week? So I don't really have a word of the week. I have a phrase and mm-hmm. um, my phrase is stand guard at the mind. No, stand guard at the door of your mind. So kind of just saying that there's so much going on in the world right now. So much information out there. So many things happening. We just got to make sure that we are really protecting our mental health and what we're letting in. So just making sure that this new week to go, that we're really conscious about what type of information we're feeding, whether that means coming off social media for, for a day or for some time during the day, we're just standing guard at the door of our mind. So do you know what I mean? You don't let any kind of negativity or any kind of thing that will take away from your peace um, in. So yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my word of the week. There you have it, man. Thank you for listening, guys. Um, obviously, it's a slightly, obviously, it's a slightly different episode than to what you lot are used to. But I definitely think um, these are conversations that need to be have, need to be had. Sorry, so like we definitely appreciate you know tuning in because like this is our reality. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So we thank you guys for for always tuning in for listening. Um, like we said, share information. So share this podcast with your friends if you get any value from it um let others know where you're kind of learning things from if you're learning anything from us and as always subscribe like share we're on instagram we're on facebook we're on twitter we're on youtube so check us out so we're only an email away we're only a dm away jump in friendly guys so just hit us up man word 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 so thank you for listening guys um take care everyone um stay safe stand guard at the door of your mind Remember to focus on things that move the needle and we'll see you next time. Bow.